millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. What was the first book that you actually did, the first Star Wars book? The first Star Wars book was um, What Makes a Monster? Uh, it's this little uh, young reader book. It's got a wampa on the front. And actually, uh, one of the reasons um, DK was interested in having me do that book uh, is because I, ha- I have a biology background uh, a, d- a degree in biology, a naturalist certification, um, and I I used to work with uh, chimpanzees, uh, orangutans, and uh, bonobos or pygmy chimps. Um, what do you mean uh, work with? Uh, well, I I started off uh, n- not long after college. I worked in this uh, laboratory with about eighty chimpanzees, and uh, it was my job just to clean up after them and uh, feed them and uh, take notes on their behavior and it was I was required to uh, you know learn them all by name and as a consequence I, I, I knew them even by the sound of their voice really? uh, yeah yeah and it was it was a fascinating uh, job I l- loved the animals to death uh, they were just amazing intelligent creatures did you ever like just for fun, just put him in Ewok hoods and have a little sing-along? <laughs> no, but that, that's a good idea. <laughs> so what happens in the um, What Makes a Monster? It, what is this book about? You, you, you're dissecting, like, Greedos in this? What's going on? Right. No, it, uh, it just covers um, all the... Uh, Basically, all the animals uh, in the the six films that were out at the time uh, is kind of kind of like a natural history book. Um, just talks about uh, what the animals are like in their their native environment, and uh, you know what, what they like to eat, and uh, how they find a mate and raise their young, and uh, yeah, just it's kind of kind of a, a little bit of a sciency approach to them. How does a Tuscan Raider like to mate? Well, that <laughs> they're they're not animals; they're they're people. So <laughs> that's probably a bit like people. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the drive-in. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably some weird, uh, you know, tribal ritual thing going on there too. Uh, I can't wait for that book. <laughs> so. One of the the big ones that you did was the the for the rebels, which I'm I'm interested in because w- was that the first book where something new was coming out and you had the materials beforehand? 
Right. Yeah. That uh, that uh, the first Rebels book was the it was the second book I'd done, uh, and that was the first time where I had access to confidential information. Uh, so break so, that down. What what's that day like when you get that that zip file? It blew my mind. Um, I couldn't believe that they were actually sending me all this stuff. Um, and I, I had to get, uh, as well as approval with, you know, the, the publisher, you know, I had, to, I had a conference, uh, with, uh, John Rinsler, um, the executive editor at, uh, Lucasfilm. And, uh, yeah, once, once I was approved, they, uh, sent me off this file and it, it had the, uh, the initial concept art, uh, and, uh, kind of cutouts of uh, all the characters and uh, the scripts uh, and uh, the story Bible for the series. Um, and yeah, pretty much laid it all out. I A year before uh, the first uh, premiere even aired, I, you know, I knew, knew all about Ahsoka, that, that she was coming back. So it, it, it blew my mind. I could, you know, I was almost shaking. I was so excited uh, and in such disbelief. And I, I was actually over in New Zealand uh, at the time, uh, if it weren't for the fact that they were filming The Hobbit right where I was uh, in town in Wellington. You know, I probably would have been the one guy in the whole country with the, the most exciting stuff, you know, on my, my laptop computer. Um, so, yeah, it was – and I, I was so excited. I, I think um, – Chopper and Ezra were the first uh, characters I looked at, and I just just to see them, and I I felt like they had really nailed it. Uh, the design that they captured uh, that original trilogy, A New Hope, uh, Ralph McQuarrie aesthetic. Um, so it was just it was just incredibly exciting to see that stuff so early. And I was so honored that they would trust me, you know, with that, you know, pretty much right out the door, having only done, you know, it's just a small little young reader book prior to that. So it was a very exciting experience. And your Tumblr site must have just been on fire that week. <laughs> I was petrified <laughs> of, uh, yeah, losing anything because, you know, I'd, I'd lived for years, you know, basically out of a backpack. Uh, so I, you know, brought my computer and, and, uh, uh, phone with me everywhere I went. So I was, you know, petrified that, uh, I would leave something somewhere where it could be seen or found. Fortunately, I never did. Uh, but yeah, it was, that was definitely a concern. So how, to me, it's almost an overwhelming feeling that you've got this new, sort of sub-franchise in Star Wars and there's this cartoon and there's all these new characters and then you've been sent this folder and you're meant to somehow work out what's going on and spread it out in an easy-to-read book. Like, where do you start? Yeah, it, it is a little daunting uh, starting out, uh, particularly uh, on the first book like that. Fortunately, uh Fortunately, DK lays a lot of the uh, the outline uh, out beforehand. Uh, they get together with Lucasfilm, and Lucasfilm kind of 
sets out, okay, we want you to talk about this, but you can't talk about this yet. Um, and But they kind of work together on most books and decide what, what the skeleton of it needs to be. So I've usually I've got an outline uh, that I'm already working with, though on some, uh, like uh, Star Wars, absolutely everything you need to know, I actually helped write the outline for that book. Uh, but with Rebels, uh, I had that outline to start, so it's just a matter of, you know, watching all the episodes and reading all the scripts, and then you've got uh, these these series of boxes or diagrams on every page with uh, specific word counts, and it's it's just a matter of filling those boxes. But uh, it's kind of a trick. It's kind of like putting a puzzle together, being able to say everything that you want to say and not repeat yourself and be as informative as you can uh, by by splitting up all the information into these boxes and having it all fit just right. Uh, so I, I kind of enjoy that that uh, exercise of, of putting that uh, verbal puzzle together. Uh, but it was the, the first Rebels book, uh, was it's one of my favorite books I've written because for the fact that Lucasfilm let me invent a lot of new information myself wow, cool. um, on that book. So, like most of the you know the information and the diagrams about the the ships um, and vehicles and weapons and things, I actually got to name myself and come up with the names for for all the parts and the the specs on them. Any little, so I, any little Easter eggs? Yeah, it's um, it's always been my goal where I can to put an Easter egg on on every spread on every set of, of two pages. Um, in some books, those survive; uh, in others, they don't. But uh, in the that first Rebels Guide, there are, there are a lot of Easter eggs actually. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. For just $3 a month, you get a dedicated RSS feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use, sending the complete archives of Steel Wars episodes along with bonus Patreon exclusives like movie commentaries, Q&As and shows like the Making Steel Wars show which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys! as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.